George Corey, campaign coordinator for the year's vote for the referendum on the voice to parliament in the Northern Territory, is joining us on NITV Radio to explore the campaign and her involvement. Welcome to NITV Radio, Georgie. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have a yarn this morning. Before we delve into the campaign itself, tell us about your journey, how you got involved in politics and this campaign. I was really lucky that here in the Northern Territory, CDU last year offered Pathways to Politics for Women, a program that's been running in other states, uh, but for the first time last year in the NT. So threw my hat in the ring for that program. And, you know, like many women, I think we doubt ourselves, but was lucky enough to be part of that program and, you know, have a number of different workshops with politicians, speech writers, media training, so a lot of different skills gained and had a network of people who knew I was looking for something different and always after a challenge. My background's in Aboriginal community-controlled health, so very passionate about the referendum this year and have seen firsthand when community have a voice, the positive outcomes and the practical change that comes from that. So, pleasure to jump on board with the campaign, um, but wouldn't have been able to do it without getting that skill set from the program. So, from a health worker to political campaigner, it's quite a jump. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't say it's political campaigner because we try and take the politics out of what's happening this year with the Voice to Parliament referendum. Unfortunately, the mechanics of having a referendum in Australia to change our constitution needs the parliament processes, but we're close to that finishing. Uh, it is a jump, but, you know, background in nursing, so very used to meeting all different types of people in all different scenarios. So, you know, there is definitely some transferable skills, and at the end of the day, this is about taking all Australians through a conversation this year about recognition for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in our 122-year-old constitution and doing that through a voice to palm. So it is a big jump, but, you know, we like challenges. And I think, you know, um, everyone, especially us deadly mobs, are always up to a challenge and we just got to take the opportunities when they come. And uh, your territory is huge. It's actually bigger than Victoria, New South Wales and Tasmania combined. What does uh, your day look like, your work day, campaigning oh, I, uh, for the I years vote? Say I wouldn't say there's an average day day on the campaign, that's for sure. You know, take last week, I spent Thursday uh, and Friday out in Barunga at the Joint Land Council meeting, which saw the four Northern Territory Land Councils come together. Uh, fantastic to catch up with the Land Council delegates and for them to issue the Barunga Voice Declaration. And then had the weekend out at Barunga for the festival, which was an amazing experience. Um, with over 5,000 people attending and just having the opportunity for all Territorians and even people from Victoria and Tasmania and Canberra from our conversations, um, coming and being immersed in culture and music and art. And this week I'm back in Darwin on beautiful Arakea country, uh, following up with some meetings and working with different organisations across the Territory before probably heading out over to Tiwi Island on the weekend um, to do some engagements there. So it's a lot of travel. Uh, I'm very lucky and very fortunate to have worked across the territory um, during my time nursing. So have connections 
not only in the top end, but out in East Arnhem and down in Central Australia too. So it's uh, really nice to be able to go back to those places and reconnect with um, previous colleagues and old friends and, um, you know, have a conversation and uh, also see the progress being made in communities, you know, local decision-making and um, when we had services transition from government to um, Aboriginal community-controlled, it's really great to see the positive change and, you know, the involvement from the community in those services. And uh, do you see or feel the community is receptive to the campaign and are they getting involved? Yeah, absolutely. Um, people are getting involved. You know, we've hit some really large milestones in the campaign. Um, this morning we've had over 500 organisations who have come out in support for the Yes Vote. We've got our four land councils on board here in the Northern Territory and, you know, just about having the conversation you know, a lot of the time, um, unfortunately, there is misinformation and a misunderstanding. And I think we've seen that previously during COVID, especially through social media. So just giving the opportunity to have a conversation with someone, with a group of people um, in a safe space where they can ask questions and just unpack what this year is all about and what the question being asked is, is really important and not only just doing it once, but having multiple conversations and being able to follow up uh, with the people we meet with and the organisations we're working with is really important. So very grateful to have um, the warm invite of communities and to have them sitting down with us and having a yarn. From the Land Council meeting last week, I've had invites to head out to Manangrida, over to the Tiwi Islands, um, back down to Central Australia for some engagements. So... You know, really looking forward to following up on those and continuing the conversation. Yeah, you kind of touched on some of the uh, challenges you face, like misinformation. And uh, I asked you earlier about uh, the distance that you have to travel. Besides those two challenges, what other hurdles do you see on your way? Uh, voting in the territory is always a challenge. And we've previously seen that with a complaint to the Human Rights Commission uh, by some community members in East Arnhem and West Arnhem. So trying to ensure that people have the opportunity to vote and that comes down to people being enrolled to vote. We're really lucky that this year, back in February, the Australian Electoral Commission has now um, allowed Medicare card to be an identifier for enrolment or updating details. So trying to work and partner with our um, Aboriginal medical services who have really easy access to that information to get that um, translated into an enrolment. And then coming down to when we are voting um, and got remote polling heading on, making sure our communities are well informed when the Australian Electoral Commission is going to be out voting for voting. Um, making sure, you know, simple things in terms of those who may have mobility um, issues, you know, might need a lift go down to the polling centre as well as considering in a referendum you need to write yes or no, making sure that we're um, empowering our communities and resourcing our mob to understand that if they can't write and whether that's for a number of different reasons they can ask an AEC official to help them with that process so you know this is a really important vote, it's not for a party, it's not for a person, this is to change our constitution and that comes down to the Australian people 
So it's really important to make sure that communities have the information they need to participate in that process. Many in the communities, or for many in the communities, English is the third, fourth or even fifth language. Isn't that a barrier as well to understanding what's at stake and uh, how to vote? Definitely can be a challenge and it, it ha- is something the ho- campaign has highlighted as a need to make sure that information is not just in English, it's also in language. So we're working with a number of different organisations to get interpretation in written form, through talking posters, through video, through television commercials to ensure that all of our mob across the Northern Territory can receive the information and be able to understand the information in a language for them. And that's working with also, you know, local champions who are really passionate um, for a yes vote and want to do what they can to help, resourcing those champions in community to continue the conversations when I'm not there and to, um, you know, having the feedback. If they're hearing things on the ground, if there's questions coming up that we can support and resource Um, people and communities to be able to have the answers to those questions. Yeah, I know you're very busy, but before I let you go, I'm still asking you a last question. Maybe anything you'd like to add, maybe a closing word or even a message to send out there. Absolutely. So um, we're getting out there to our communities. If we haven't gotten to you just yet, don't worry, we're coming. If you're really eager to start your work and start getting the message out about this year's referendum, you can head to our website, yes23.com.au. All of our resources are available online and for you to use. So just encouraging all people, organisations, communities to start having the conversation and to also ensure that people are enrolled to vote. So when it comes referendum time, people can participate in this process. Georgie Corey, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on NITV Radio today about uh, your role as campaign coordinator for the Yes Vote for the Referendum on uh, the Voice to Parliament in the Northern Territory. Thanks so much for the opportunity.